Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, in classic Emily fashion, I have a bee-themed mug. Oh, beautiful. Today's is always be yourself. We love to see it. Yep, we do. I have like a f- kind of fruit-infusion white tea. Because my mom got me, let me grab this for a second, she got me this, which is this, like, tea advent calendar, where you open it and you get a little sample of loose leaf tea. Very exciting. Super happy about her. I don't have my earbuds and I will answer your question momentarily. I know what I'm asking for next year. Although I think I saw Questions one are that being I absolutely... accepted at this time. Didn't you have one of those last year? Yes, I did. Yeah, because I remember you bringing uh, some with you when you visited. And I will be one. bringing some with me this weekend but my mom told me that i have to bring the entire thing instead of just the little samples because she thinks the art inside is adorable and wants people to see it so now the internet can see it and i have my knitting advent calendar which just started today but they won't always a set of knitting needles so i don't actually get to do anything yet which is okay well but um mine's a very similar thing like a big thing with like a door that opens in little drawers it looks very similar we love to see it cute i'm just hoping i'll be on sale come like the 15th so then i can buy one up and then just rummage through it like a little raccoon i love it <laughs> my grubby little raccoon hands yeah we well, love to really see it to use it that's fair i enjoy an advent calendar like that because it's like every day you wake up and the first thing you remember in the morning is oh i wonder what's in today's I get little a little thing. something mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those things that makes adulthood suck less. I have a friend who got a Star Trek. already so goddamn weird. She got a what? A Star Trek advent calendar with, like, all kinds of Star Trek videos. Gee, I wonder who that is. <laughs> I almost got one, but I was like, I already... Because, like, that one and my knitting one are both wicked expensive. I was like, I already spent, like, you know, 160 bucks on this one. I'm not going to spend 180 on that one. It does happen to the best of us. Zach, what's, also, in this, what's in our smoothie today? Well, first, I was going to say kudos on the use of the word wicked, as New England people would love to hear it. Um, the smoothie is very basic. It is almond milk, and bananas, and dates, and strawberries. Nice. N- nothing crazy. I'm a, I'm a big strawberry banana person myself. It's a good Me too. Combo. All right. Would we like to jump into our first question that was kind of inadvertently... <laughs> We came up with it at the end of the last episode where Emily was here. So now we're finally getting to it after our fun night of technical difficulties. Oopsies. I don't even want to begin. <laughs> what like what happened? Was it like a per- like a permanent unfixable issue? No, um apparently so it stopped working and stopped working. So I called the spectrum number. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it just came back and they were like, okay, so the problem solved and then hung up. And then five minutes later it went away again. I was like, no, like the problem was not solved. Um, And so a guy came to look at it the other day and the signal coming in was too strong for the modem. And the modem basically just pooped its pants because it didn't know what to do with all of the signal. 
So he put a resistor in. So now we have less signal, but the Wi-Fi works better? Question mark? I, I don't know. Do I don't really know understand it, but it works now, and that's what matters. Interesting. All right. So our first question, does height difference matter in romantic relationships? I don't think it actually matters. I just think it's a, it's a fun little thing that can occur. In my personal opinion. I don't know. I'm one little thing that can occur. I mean, I know some people are super picky about it. They're like, oh, I won't date a guy who's under like six foot or whatever. I'm like, that's kind of, that's, that's a little rude. That is very stupid. And I do not say that because it affects me. I am six one. But, like, for the record. Just but, so everyone knows. Just so we're all clear. I'm not saying this out of my own self-interest. <laughs> but um, I'm going to be a little bold and say that for me specifically, it does matter. However, not in the way, like, you think. I don't care if they're taller than me or shorter than me. We just need to have enough of a weight and strength difference. So, like, height factors into that that we can do the hugs where one person picks the other person up. And if my partner is like the same height as me, how are we going to do that? It's not happening. You have a point. I can't say that I don't enjoy when I'm uh, swiping on a dating app like a lonely bitch and some guy I was going to swipe right on anyway has like 6'4 in his bio. Like, doesn't hurt. But not necessarily. I, not... I will also say the shortest I have dated is 5'11. I think the shortest I've ever dated was five, like 5'10, five, 5'9. Five, 5'1. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just. I'm going to have everybody be on the shortest person we've dated context. Maybe it does matter, because, like, three out of the four long-term relationships I've had, long-term, um, they've been 6-1, exactly. Interesting. Very interesting. You'll have to do some kind of experiment, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it actually matters, but I mean, I like it. Like, yeah. I like when a guy's, like, a lot taller than me, and I enjoy this it. This is very deep in thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see the gears turning. I know. And I enjoy it in, um, like, fictional couple, like, ships. I think that's adorable when there's a huge height difference. Like, Scully and Mulder, hello? I think the shortest I've dated, I was really trying to think. I have a longer dating history. I think five, six. I actually think, you know? And it just... It, it does feel a little weird. I wouldn't say it matters to the extent of, like, I really like you, but you're not tall enough, so I'm not going to date you. Yeah. Like, it's not that kind of mattering. But if you're on the fence about somebody, it could. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could tip the scales. Yeah, because, I mean, ultimately, you have to be attracted to somebody. Like, yeah. you can't force that, right? And so there are certain factors, I think, that can outweigh it. But if they're not there, then it might tip the scales a little bit. That seems fair. Yeah, oh. And also, like, actual people I know that have, like, crazy height differences. I think it's cute. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. I know, and I'm not going to out them in a public forum. But I think it's adorable. No, I know, because you've said it many times. <laughs> Am I wrong? Well, no, they're they're adorable just because they're adorable people. This but is like, true. To me, that's actually what I was just thinking about, though. Like, I've never dated anybody with like that significant of a height difference, and I feel like logistically that's just tricky. I mean, maybe Zach being a foot taller than he could speak to it. But... Um, <laughs> nothing like overly tricky about it. I. I found um, because I feel like for a height difference to make things like difficult, it needs to be a pretty substantial height difference. I really didn't find that there was anything weird in any way about dating somebody a foot shorter than me. 
Um, well, yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. I just I would 100% date somebody a foot shorter than me. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> Short kings like, for the you win. Just pick them up and just fire them and carry them around everywhere? That would be a fun sort of um, fun little role reversal. Because yeah. the guy I dated, he was only a couple inches taller than me, but he was significantly stronger than I was. So, and like, you know, anytime I was trying to, like, you know, mess around and, like, try and, like, tackle him or whatever, he'd just be like, nope. I think that Get would be, it would a, be a fun time four king. if I oh, had I... an advantage for once. I'll throw him in a tote bag and we can, like, sneak into places only buying one ticket. I love it. Yeah, no. Uh, short like kings, there's no need yeah. to be embarrassed. This is the opinion of one woman, but I am putting it out there. We love yeah. short kings. We do. I, I, I remembered that uh, I actually did date somebody a foot taller than I am in college. I completely forgot about it because he was like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, it wasn't like a super long thing, which is why I kind of forgot about it. Also, it was like I actually am not going to say how long ago. <laughs> I just did the math. Well, I mean, we've also established that a uh, small ch- a small child has been uh, mistaking you for an, a fellow child for how long now? <laughs> well, she's she's a kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a few years. And again, kids do not hesitate to say when someone looks crusty. She asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. If you look old, <laughs> they will tell you. Wait. And she's not, she's 12. She's not like a little kid. Still. Y'all want to hear about something like crazy that happened to me yesterday? Yes, absolutely. I went into my interview and I was like sitting in the office just kind of waiting. And I was like hanging out with the interns. But then it turns out one of them wasn't the intern. That was like the chief of staff. And I was like, Oopst. I'm sorry, like, how old are you? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, I'm so glad I didn't say anything. Right. Just been like, how does so, like, so how long have you been here? <laughs> like, that could have been really bad. But anyways. Yeah, kind of, could have, that could have gone in an opposite What direction. is interesting is like all those stats that are like, people who are this height make this much money. I have no idea there's anything to those. I was about but to there's say, always... that's the first time I'm hearing of them. Yeah. There, there's always some stats that are like people who are over six foot make like an extra X amount of money per year than people who are under like whatever. And I, I, I don't know if that's just happenstance that I mean, it's I that way or if it's just like I feel like well, if someone like if someone comes into an interview and they're like really kind of like tall and like you know tall well-dressed intimidating could be like oh damn there's someone who knows what they're doing you know right well then you think about like everybody who's ever gotten elected president is like well over six foot like well over glenn youngkin the guy who just won here is like six seven which like should be illegal but that's just (laughs) so like yeah i i think that it does lend like a certain demeanor to it for better or for worse yeah okay i Um, believe that that all makes sense to me i would love to see if there is some kind of similar stat with women wait no no, i want to find this i feel like there has to i feel like there's got to be something maybe like women who wear like heels every day in the office versus those who don't Me, just smiling and nodding. Read lots of research. Um, the latest study in Australia, and granted, this is a very old article, but the latest study says the latest study in Australia found that being six foot tall raises um raises annual income nearly a thousand dollars compared to men two inches shorter. Interesting. Other other studies in the U.S. and Britain put the extra earnings at nearly that much per inch. I mean, that's, that's part of a whole field of research regarding general societal biases towards certain aspects of physical appearance. Yeah. That I mean, there's similar studies with um, just general perceived attractiveness. People who are perceived as more attractive make more money. Uh, they tend to be have higher ranking jobs. 
because and they do these like the studies they do are really interesting where they will like provide a resume that's just like a printed resume everything exactly the same but then they'll just change the picture mm-hmm. um and they find mm-hmm. that the people who are rated as being more attractive um who are perceived as being taller like all these different elements are more likely to be hired and uh, more likely to be hired at higher starting salaries as well. I saw the difference once where they used a pair of identical twins to do the like, like kind of fake interview because they were talking about the order in which information is presented, whether you start with negatives or start with positives. So they used a pair of identical twins to like take a, to get rid of any like variables regarding appearance. It was interesting. So anyway, you heard it here. When you're going in for your interview, wear your heels, wear your lifts. Yep. <laughs> Put on an extra oh, pair of socks. When I when I walked in, I was all like, Yeah, you know. Hello. Because like really I, I, I look like a question mark most of the time, but you know, if I like, I'm actually like sitting across the desk from someone in like any kind of professional capacity. I'm like, okay, time to actually engage the muscles that mm-hmm. I never use. Really should but, work on that, but it's not comfortable. It hurts to work on it, so I don't. Have you ever accidentally pulled a muscle from sitting up? Literally me, yesterday. I was like, I'm going to start having better posture, which is why I'm sitting here without any like back to my oh, body here you. to force myself That's to so sit brave. up straight. I'm so sore. I sat up straight for 20 minutes yesterday, and today my back is so sore. Yeah, no, it's... At this point, it's like, hearing that makes you want to, like... Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh. Right? <laughs> yeah, again, I am a question mark. But it's fine. At least, I think. I don't know. But, I mean, now is the time to start working on your posture so you get those extra few inches. Get those jobs. Get them jobs. We love to see it. Okay. Do we have anything else to say on this topic or on, honestly, any topic whatsoever? Can I pull it up again? No, I think I think we got it. Are we ready for my segment? Yes. I'm so excited. Baby. Okay, so this is something I stole from Twitter. It's called Smut or Angst. I'm going to give you the title of a fanfiction from Archive of Our Own. Nothing else. You have to guess whether this is a pornographic fanfiction or one designed to make you cry. I'm gonna be so bad at this. <laughs> I Can took... they be both? Uh, no. Okay. Just making sure there aren't any tricks in there. No, no tricks. There's seven of each. I wrote down seven, uh, seven of each type. I wrote down the titles. And then I uh, used a random number generator, so they were in no particular order. Let's begin. This was inspired by a tweet that I will be linking in the description, because this was not my idea. And frankly, when I saw it, I screamed at how genius it was. So, first one, we have Alone, comma, Together. Thanks. Okay. I'll tell you after everyone guesses. I'm going angst. Okay. Zach. Alone, common together, right? Yeah. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to say smut. It is angst. Damn. Nicely done. I like a little sound effect. I can edit that yeah. in. I think that'll be the first time I've actually edited in sound effects. That'll be fun. <laughs> okay. Number two. Her echoes. They surround. God. I'm gonna switch it up now and say smut. Okay. No, I'm going angst. Okay. Going angst again. Brooks, you got it, smut. No. <laughs> How is that not somebody who like broke up with somebody but still feels their presence in the house? Will you send me the wait? Do we know? No. Do you have any more information about what the fanfic is about? Like what? Um, I mean, these. <laughs> I'll just out myself now. These are all from my personal bookmarks. Oh my god, will you send me that one now? I, I feel will like I, have to leave I it. will send you that one. Thank you. <laughs> no one had the same thought process of like what would be echoing. I think I actually know what that one is, and I'm just laughing because I remember the fandom. 
send me that immediately. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, now that that's on the internet. Um, three. Tensile strength. Angst. Okay. Okay. Spot. Angst. You are killing it! Oh <laughs> and you don't even read fanfiction is the funny part to me. I've never read fanfiction in my life. That's sad. You should you should fix that. Unless you start with Grey, which technically did start as Twilight fanfiction. This is true. This is very true. I will give you that one. Okay. Four. Such a romantic affair. That could literally be either. That's that was my goal when picking these titles, by the I'm way. I'm gonna go angst. Okay. It was a romantic affair, is that what you said? Such a romantic affair. Angst. I'm real smart. It is angst. <laughs> Yo, I'm just gonna <laughs> Now I feel like there's so much pressure. I have a perfect score to my Oh, I haven't yeah. even been paying that close attention. Nicely done. Oh, I have, and I've been counting up too. <laughs> oh, I I've gotten two, I think. I've kept track. Okay. I'm all wrong. So far in case anyone's keeping track. That's another fun thing I'll edit in. Little score counters. I love it. Okay. Five. <laughs> Between the shadow and the soul. I should have made a PowerPoint. Yeah. Okay. Angst. Okay. Statistically, it seems unlikely. I go smart. Zach, you finally got one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've fallen. Why wasn't fluff an option? I like fluff. So do I. I just think those titles are a lot more obvious most of the time. That's fair. Okay. Six. Be unwearied, unceasing, alive. Yeah, these are dramatic. As someone else who has also never read fanfiction a day in their lives, I'm learning so much. First of all, this sounds like pure poetry, and when it's pure poetry, you know it's gotta be smut. I was leaning smut as well. Yeah, okay. Oh, I think it's the first time we all agreed. Oh, we all agreed. And you are three, and all three of you are correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's three and three now. Ooh. Oh, no. Fun. Okay. Unless I missed one. Seven. Trust. One word. That's the I have the gesture with my fingers, so... <laughs> I love it. Smut. Okay. I'm going angst. Okay. I'm gonna go smut, too. Zach, you got it again. Hey! Oh, smut! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Putting out fire, parentheses, with gasoline. That has to be smart. Smart. <laughs> Brooks, what did you say? Smart. And you are all wrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's so funny. I mean, I agree that that's a very erotic sounding title which is precisely why i put it in there looks like i've got writing to do tonight jesus christ <laughs> and reading man i really wish i was taking tallies of all of our responses and stuff because i really want to do some statistics on it now i mean I'll get, you you will have access to the file you can most certainly do that but not until you release it right i can give you the audio file honestly tonight if you want Who's doing weird things with my eyebrows? I'm tired. Aren't we all? Anyway. Number nine. And into ashes. Okay. I'm gonna say smut because I think ashes is a person. 
Like it could be like Asher or Ashley. Mm hmm. describe it. I don't want to know. I only said that so that if you didn't already have it in your head, that would force you to think about it. Anyway. Please. Number nine. No, uh, ten. We're up to ten. Lamb to the altar. Oh my god. Smut. I hope it's angst. Yeah, that has to be angst. Right? Nope, it's smut. Oh no. <laughs> I'm back. Hi, Tortellini! <gasps> Hello, kitty! You're so cute! I'm part of it. I love it. Special I guest appearance by Tortellini. Okay. Eleven. Confessional. My. Angst. say smart. Smart. Oh no! Oh no, what? <laughs> um, I was deciding whether I should answer that question. Oh. And we briefly lost Emily for a moment there, but that's fine. I'm back. We love it. There was too much more. I just said, oh no. I'll, I'll let you figure it out. Okay. 12. Nothing so bright and delicate. Angst. 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 Correct. I know what Brooks knows. <laughs> All right. 13. Vulnerability. Angst. Angst. <laughs> Correct. Okay, last one. Dirty Little Secrets. Angst. 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 Correct. <laughs> Because we are up to seven smuts already, so they. Statistically uh, speaking, we beat your game. I shouldn't have put that like, out there. It's like counting cards in the casino. Mm -hmm. When there's so many smuts, you can start betting really high. Yep. <laughs> when I counted that seven smut, that's why I was like, oh no, that means the last three all mm -hmm. have to be angst. And then I stopped myself from saying that. <laughs> and then. As the second she read the title, you were immediately like, angst. I was like, oh, I get it. I understand. <laughs> That's what I was like, yeah, maybe you'll just figure it out. Okay. That's on me. I should have thought of that. <laughs> you maybe didn't expect me to count. No, I just wanted yeah. to... I, w I wanted to establish that I wasn't going to, like, try and trick y'all and have every single one be the same. Mm -hmm. That would have been so funny. <laughs> that it would have been hysterical, I'm not gonna lie. But I didn't want to do that, so I thought I would be nice, and apparently that has been used against me. The the trivia night that I do did that to us once years ago, and I still think about it all the time. Um, where they did a, it was like a 50-50 round, like just eight things they were reading off, and it was asking whether it was a true newspaper headline from Florida or just made up. I'm going to say the answer is yes. Every single one of them was a real headline. Amazing. <laughs> Ever seen the Florida Man Twitter account? I love the Florida yeah. Man Twitter account oh, yeah. so yeah. much. So they, were, they were all from the Florida Man Twitter account. Beautiful. Every single one of them. It was a trick. Think about that all the time. Yeah, I always hated, like, in school, whenever there was a test that had, like, a true-false section, and they would all be, like, and they, all the questions would be, like, all the correct answers would either be true or false. Like, it'd be all one way or all the other. It would stress me out so much. I'd be like, they can't all be. Um, I had an English teacher in high school. Still grinds my gears to this day. We love to she hear She assigned us a book to read. And it was super long. I don't even remember what it was. So I'll almost read the spark notes, obviously, because whatever. She gave us, like, a week to read a 400-page novel. I'm not doing that. 
And then she made all the true or false things, things that were just like absolutely ridiculous. Like it was like, you know, true or false. Um, every chapter uh, starts halfway down the page or just like shit that you had to actually look inside the book to know. Well, someone had their like, own what? copy. Why? No. I hated it. That's some BS. Well, that's everything I came up with for today. So do we want to just wing it from this point? Oh, I love a good wing it. Don't we all? Sips tea. Um, oh, I do have a question. Do tell. For my tea drinkers. Yes. Do you add things to your tea? No. Depending on what type of tea it is, yeah. Bridget, no. What do you put in there? What do you mean? Do I add, like English like English breakfast tea? Sugar. Yeah. Milk and sugar. Why? Because it tastes good. That's the English way to do it, technically. Mm. That too. With the milk first, I think. That's bullshit. I'm not doing that. Why? Wait, that's so. Why? I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure. Why do I put milk, milk in my tea? In period, first. or why do people put the milk in first? Because I think why do they put the first. milk in first? Like as a scientist, that really annoys me. Yeah, that uh... because then the overall temperature of the drink's gonna go down, which means less sugar can dissolve. Yeah, no, BS. That's what she said. Put the sugar in first. Yeah, I don't. The British, if that's how you're doing it, you're doing it wrong. I'm just letting you know. I guess we we'll have to talk to either Tim and slash or Ben. About yeah, this, I, but... I really need to. I need to. Maybe they really like a crunchy tea. (laughs) Just chew on those granules. Ew, bad. Hate that. (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, depending on what type of tea it is, yeah, sometimes. I was right. Pour milk into the cup first, then add the tea. No. No, we don't. I'm a tea purist, which probably stemmed from the fact that um, when I was in ninth grade, I wanted to be not like the other girls. And so when all my friends started drinking coffee, I started drinking tea to be, like, hip and cool and trendy or whatever. Except I had no idea how to drink tea, so I was just drinking it black. Always. So now that's just what I'm used to, and now I don't like adding sugar, because that's what I just trained myself to do yeah, no, at I age can't. 13 so that I could be cool. I can't do straight black tea. I will drink, like, various other, like, this was, like, white tea with, like, some fruit infusions in it and I didn't put anything in that and it was delicious. So, really depends on the time. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Type of tea, at least for moi. For me, the major exception is if I'm sick, I'll put honey in it because that's like, you know, good for the throat. That's the only acceptable option. Sometimes I just have like... I have this really nice local like lavender honey that sometimes I just put in tea because mm. it's Ooh. really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are my those are my hot takes. Regarding tea. I don't drink my coffee either. I know See, it that's why I, me. I'm I, weird. I generally I, drink my coffee black. I drink my tea without absolutely anything but coffee. I need cream and sugar or else I can't function. I can't well, drink coffee is definitely more bitter than tea, so that makes yeah. sense. But like, I don't know. That's the Colombian side of me that pops out. Yeah, I don't know well, what it is. I don't... have never been able to force myself to like coffee, and I kind of wish I could because I love I love the whole kind of snobbery there is around tea, and I know it exists in the <laughs> coffee world as well. With like, oops, you know, select this and whatever. And I'm all about like the, that. The frou frou drinks, like like the lattes and peppermint ice latte, blah 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 blah. That Starbucks has, where it's like this much coffee and this much other stuff. I don't think I've ever tried one. Oh my goodness. But yeah, no. I'm sure, like, if I actually like the taste of coffee, I could like get into it in the same kind of like uppity way that I am very into tea. I, yeah. I have not been able to make myself do it, at least thus far in my life. I believe the first time I told you that I only drink dark roast with nothing in it, you said something about having a black soul. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> Although I feel like it's different whether it's hot or iced. Because, like, hot tea, hot coffee, I don't put anything in those. You but, can't. Like, like it is out there drinking in it straight black cold brew people do that that's terrifying that is terrifying yeah no no or like unsweetened iced tea i hate that my mom drinks it and i like don't understand i don't mind it if i add some lemon yeah it's not as bad it's not as bad but just straight mm -mm. yeah no not a fan weird though you know like why does the temperature matter well <laughs> uh, it does it really does it's just i don't get why but it does temperature do is like the height why. of drinks <laughs> the what temperature is like the height for drinks <laughs> that's deep that is deep <laughs> that's like that's what someone like who's like lying face down on the floor says after eating like an entire pot brownie. That is literally <laughs> my philosophy minor at work. I love that. I didn't know you minored in philosophy. That's kind of cool. I did minor in philosophy. Love that for you. I still don't know how people. Did you see that thing? It's like I don't know. I still don't know how people make a living from it. Like, the Socrates just like clock in, and he's like, "Are we living life, or is life living us?" Hmm. <laughs> And then he's like, all right, we're done for we're the done day. For the day. <laughs> Although, can't, don't some people do philosophy as, like, a precursor to a law degree? Oh, I, it, it's funny because, like, a philosophy degree is actually a very versatile degree. Um, like, you can, it, you, right, because, pe- like, people like that because it means you're good at, like, problem solving. Um, so you can get a philosophy degree and then, like, go into marketing or whatever. Um, it's a lot more versatile than it's like than its reputation would suggest. Um, there are statistics to back that up, but um, yeah, yeah. Okay, I believe it. Taking a philosophy class. I took one. I took an Eastern philosophy class that was kind of cool, but the professor was a nice guy, but also really clearly played favorites. Ooh, and I don't think he even realized he was doing it. So that was kind of annoying, but whatever. I passed, got my credit. It was interesting.
It's prime chai latte season. Oh, I know. I'm oh, well. living for it. Mm. God, I love a good chai latte. I've had so many lattes in the last two weeks of all kinds. I love that for you. I wish that were me. I accidentally got a latte like four days in a row without noticing. You know what? Love that for you. <laughs> last episode you said you got a latte three days in a row, so you got a latte the next day. Yeah, yeah and I just got another one a couple days ago. <laughs> It's a problem. Like, I don't, I, I actually looked into getting, like, you know, an espresso maker and, uh... That's not fun. Yeah. I feel like that would be another appliance that ends up in my basement eventually. It's like a, an appliance graveyard down there. I love that. I have a French press because I'm the only one who drinks coffee in my house. And I never can drink more than a cup or two because IBS gang. So... <laughs> I only like I just use the French press because I'm like there's no point getting a coffee maker making a whole pot of coffee if I'm just I'm gonna drink one cup for the day but it makes me feel so bougie every time I use it because I'm I like oh it's fancy I have my nice electric kettle currently and I'm a huge fan of her but also I just so much tea throughout the day like whether or not it is actually caffeinated so much I my French press is down in my appliance graveyard because it takes too long. Because, like, I feel terrible about it, but I use a Keurig because I generally try to limit myself to a cup a day because I can get out of hand pretty easily. Uh, but I also feel like the French press makes it a little too silty. And sometimes the siltiness, like, makes me gag a little bit. Oh, yeah. I always just save, like, the last three sips. I'm like, all right, and we're done. <laughs> But then if you accidentally, like, swirl it up, you know, like, yeah. you just the mug down, you drink it, oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> that is the bog, and you don't drink it. Bog water. I keep thinking about doing it's pour bog. water. It is the, the coffee bog. This is a problem I don't have, bog. and I kind of like that I don't have it. Some people like I have a little in tea. Not as bad in tea. I don't know what makes it so bad mm -hmm. in coffee. I feel like a lot of the time, maybe you're like straining it through like a finer mesh if it's from a tea bag. Oh yeah, tea bags. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I get little, not like to the point that I even notice anything, but sometimes when it's like down to like the last sip, I can see those little bits from like loose leaf yeah. tea or whatever. But it never bug. It like it never bugs me. No, I don't mind the little bits in tea. I mean, yeah, it's kind of just whatever. Bridget, we should use one of my fancy tea sets this weekend. Oh my god, yes. I'm gonna have so much tea. <laughs> yeah. It's been a whole year since we used my Bone China set. Oh my god, yeah. I love that. I can use my modern art one that used to be in the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. Not that specific one, but the same artist. Ooh, I love fancy. Fancy, fancy yeah. shots, indeed. It's like, I, I don't really use them when it's just me, because what's the point of making a pot of tea with my fancy little bone china set? I have one of those. To feel bougie. That's the whole point. Literally, I have, sitting right here, I have this, like... Oh my god, I love that. Teapot, teacup type deal, and whenever I want to feel really fancy, I, like, have a little afternoon tea just for myself. Sometimes with a scone. It's lovely. I have one of those, but it is, like, really small, like an 8-ounce, not even an 8-ounce cup, I don't think. It's, like, really small, Aww. but it's made of more silicate glass, and it's, like, a smoky gray, and it is beautiful, but That's it is so, it so scared, because it's <laughs> glass, so I don't use it very often, but it is the cutest thing. <sighs> yeah, there's some things I have where I'm like, this is, like, this is just, it's too pretty. I don't want to risk using it and then like dropping it or something mm -hmm. um me but with stickers i can be trusted with a pack of stickers because i will never use them because i'm too scared to put them on things because what if i want to put it on something else later see i didn't used to have that problem because i have i had my hard shell guitar case and i was like oh i know i know i want the front of this like completely covered in stickers i like i know i'm not gonna want to like take anything off because like this is like this is my sticker surface this is the thing that i want to have that like tons of different little stickers aesthetic 
But now that I have covered the guitar case, I don't know where to put things. And it's becoming a problem. You can see this guitar case back here in the corner. I've had that since I was in high school, so we're talking almost 20 years. There's exactly one sticker actually stuck to it, and it was such a commitment. And it upsets me because that band that's on there no longer exists even, so I could never get another one. The only sticker you can see is a Bad Religion sticker that's actually taped to it. It's not even stuck on it. That's so smart. I need to start doing that. Yeah, actually. Wait, that's the idea. I have one sticker actually stuck to it and one sticker taped to it. In 20 years, I couldn't commit. That's a bit much, in my personal opinion. I have the piles of stickers, like, just saved in places. I just won't use them. I can't. Well, like, right now I'm upset because last year for Christmas, I got a couple really cute Animal Crossing stickers, and I put them on my laptop. And then in March, my laptop kicked the bucket. So now I have a new laptop, and now I have to figure out a way to transfer those stickers. Are they, like, the vinyl ones kind of, like, they transfer pretty okay. They're not, though, and that's the issue. Ooh, yeah, okay, that's kind so of problem. And I have spent six months stressing about it instead of actually just, like, Googling it and doing it. Because what if I do it wrong? I'm too scared. You can usually get them off with a hairdryer. It, like, heats up the adhesive and then it just, boop, peels off. Say it in, though. Probably what I'm gonna do, either that or just get some contact paper and then just, like, stick it. Oh, yeah, that could work. So, yeah. The bottom of my longboard is all covered in stickers. I love that. Very cool. I think it's, like, longboarding and skateboarding seems so cool. I just, I think I'm at the point in my life where it's, like, it's too late for me to learn. Because learning wouldn't... It's not. It would require falling I'm down a lot, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got one yeah. in the basement. Do you want to try it out? We don't need me cracking my skull at your apartment. Here's the other thing. It Where helps to do it? it with someone. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, but, like, again, it's it seems like it requires a lot of falling. And I just... I mean, yes, but... Okay, first of all, have you ever ridden either a longboard or a skateboard? Nope. Okay. Longboards are way easier. Um, They are, like... Like, they are good... They They have benefits that skateboards don't. But if you want to eventually skateboard, start with a longboard. It is much bigger. The trucks are more solid. The wheels are, are larger and more absorbent because a longboard is meant to travel, not do tricks. And that gives you a feel for how it is, like, how it feels to move sideways. Because until that point, I had never, like, transported myself anywhere sideways. Everything I did was, like, forward. So that took a lot of being used to. But honestly... I'm fine now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like I'm very uh, balanced, challenged at the uh, in the best of circumstances. I don't know. Maybe. I'm thinking about that time we went roller skating. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Witness. Okay, was... but you can roller skate, right? Kind of. <clears throat> Vaguely okay-ish. Although I like. <sighs> I got so close to having completed that entire night at the roller rink without the one thing I didn't want to happen happening, and then it happened like five minutes before we left, which was my legs just right out from under, and oh no, bam, very uncomfortable. Zero out of ten would not recommend. I got so close of a like a skateboard just suddenly shooting out from under you, and you just fly in the air and boom. Yeah, no, that happens. It's a very particular feeling, I feel like. I've done a lot of falling in my life, but... Do not like. No, thank you. Doesn't 0 out of 10 would not recommend imply that 10 out of 10 would recommend? Yeah. I would assume so, yeah. I fall down enough from dancing. so like I fall down enough like... just from, like, existing. Yeah. Well, but, like, so we'd be at dance, and, like, when I did it in high school, we would be there for... 10 hours and so i would have my socks on because like it kills your feet and i didn't want them to get uh, scuffed up and then i'd turn and i'd start turning and just because my feet would slip right out from under me and then i'd be like all right time for the socks to come off like yikes i always wished oh, i want one of my current re uh, regrets 
Wish I'd taken dance as a kid. So that I'd be talented oh. now. Especially tap. Tap dance is cool. I wish I knew how to tap dance. I love that shit. I just think it's so fun. And whenever I like I'm listening to like a like a musical soundtrack, especially especially one that I'm like gonna go Everything. see and I hear it like a tap dance break, I get so excited. I love watching that shit. My I... teacher growing up specialized in tap. I love it. That was a blast. <laughs> Exactly what I saying. grew up on Pepper Dance. My parents were big fans. I got Ooh. to see them live, and live is very cool. It's good stuff because it is incredibly loud, but like the like good loud. Oh and... yeah, actually, um, fun story about me as a child. My mom uh, took me to like a dance studio to sign me up for Irish step dance lessons, and um, we got there and like you know there were dance lessons going on so she signed me up i went home i cried all evening about how i was never going to be as good as the girls i saw there and then i never took one lesson oh that's sad so you should start now yeah no <laughs> just like look up a youtube video like, i don't know never too late to start things I literally feel like starting anything now is, like, the most embarrassing thing I could pot. Like, I hate it so much. And it's a terrible way to live your life. I do not recommend it whatsoever. But literally, the feeling of, like, trying anything new at this age and not being immediately good at it makes me want to set myself on fire. I will say most of the things that I have started are things in private. Like, I learned how to cross-stitch you did as like an adult because if i do that and i mess up like it's just me sitting on my couch i can like oh no and fix it i do and I nobody do knows quite a bit of cross stitching that one is yeah that one if i mess up that's on me and no one else yeah. really sees it but nobody else has to know so it's okay yeah no the the potential of being publicly wrong that's fun about the modern age you can teach yourself anything in isolation with youtube videos yeah this is also true the number of things that I have taught myself over the years, various crafts, knitting, crochet, quilting, all that stuff. But also, like, I rewired a lamp once. Ooh, nice. Video. Yeah, just like stuff like that, because then when you do it, you're like, man, I did a thing. And that was years ago, but I still tell people about it all the time. <laughs> As you should, honestly. Yeah. If it had been successful, I just wouldn't bring it. Well, I might, if it were a good story. But... You can learn all kinds of things, and you don't have to worry about doing it in front of other people. Unless it's people you trust, and you know won't judge you. That's me trying to be like, you should skateboard this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that was my end. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I got my, my... Definitely my send me videos. If I'm different or weird, but I just thought everybody felt like this, I sang growing up I was in choir and I was always fine come concert time when I had solos because like I didn't really care I was like whatever like I don't know any of these people so who cares but when we would be in practice like in rehearsal and my choir teacher would be like all right Emily like do the solo I'd be like no because like yeah, all, no, was all my something... peers who I like knew and I was like I don't I don't want them to think I'm bad like there I don't care something if the very liberating. I'm bad about being like, yeah, fuck it, I'm never gonna see these people again. That yeah. is a good feeling. Which is why my sister is a I'm lot more fun of. on vacation. Cause she's not trying to be cool the whole time. Because uh, <laughs> she doesn't care, because she's never gonna see any of these people again. And she's gonna give them good stories. That too. That's a fun thought. Are there people out there that are telling stories about you because they saw you randomly in some place at some time? I'm trying to think of what that story could be now. One of the things that I think about all the time, and now that I mention it, maybe you all will too, is how many pictures I'm in the background of in people's homes and devices all over the country, and not all over the world for that matter. Like, I there's a lot. Huh. There could be somebody with a framed picture in their house right now with you in the background. And they see you every day. <laughs> you're I think about a lot. I, don't know. I mean, I need you're to completely go look at right. every single picture I've taken now and see who's in the background. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, find and then them. 
you can wonder like who are you where are you now yeah have you guys seen that that like story of those people who who met and like got married and then it turned out that they realized they were in the same photo together as kids oh my god i'm such a sucker for stuff like that i love it um okay so now my absolute dream that i'm gonna be daydreaming about for the next week is somebody just coming up to me randomly and being like oh my god you're in the background of one of my pictures that there's there's a there's a movie in there somewhere yeah i think i would just lose my mind i'm like oh my god how do you know me i love that Oh, this is kind of topical. Has everyone looked at their Spotify rap today? Spotify. I want to talk about it. (laughs) Makes me want to open the email. I haven't yet. Um, I can't say that my top artist was in any way shocking whatsoever. Um, About your aura. I liked that. Yeah, mine was angst and bold. Oh, Not angst and smut, angst and bold. (laughs) Mine was silly and spooky, which does not shock Ooh. me whatsoever. But yeah, no. The the top artist I saw coming from a mile away. It was the struts. That makes sense. <laughs> Bo Burnham was also up there because of the unhealthy number of times that I have listened to inside the songs. Don't wanna talk about it. <laughs> pretend i do not see it are you looking at your spotify raft in the the spotify because I, I clicked on the link in the email it just said you gotta download it and i'm like i have it downloaded you weirdo oh, yeah i just oh, and you can't look it on the computer i think that's some bs i gotta look at yeah i just looked on my phone yeah, okay. now i want to look again and experience it all over yeah actually since I have my phone here. My rap has arrived. Oh, you must know. Silence as we all Yes, yeah, silence as we all look at our Spotify wrapped. Oh, yeah, and I also listened to Heat Above by Greta Van Fleet way too many times. I'm assuming these are in order of most frequently listened. I think. And also, shocking, um, absolutely no one. I listened to an unhealthy amount of last podcast on the left. I hope the boys are I'm proud of me. I'm living in 2007. My top three songs were Sugar, We're Going Down, Check Yes, Juliet, and Dear Maria, Count Me In. Okay, hold on. Let me let me read off my top songs now. <laughs> Find those screenshots real quick. That's so funny. Okay, top artists in descending order... The Struts, Bo Burnham, Wallows, Mother Mother, Greta Van Fleet. Oh my goodness. And top songs. In the best case scenario, we die at the same time by My Name is Ian, Heat Above by Greta Van Fleet, One Night Only by The Struts, Another Hit of Showmanship by The Struts, and Goodbye by Bo Burnham. Did you say Uh, unhinged? It also called me out, though, and told me um, that I once listened to Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You seven times in a row. <laughs> I need to hear that. I listened to 218 episodes of the last podcast on the left. That's an accomplishment. I have been burning through that. And again, should the, it should not shock anyone, the sweater I'm wearing right now. Is my last podcast sweater. I was also in the top 0.05% of listeners for the struts, which I was really proud of. That's what I was in for Ninja Sex Party. Because I love my boys. Oh my god. I love Ninja Sex Party so much, and I feel so bad listening to them. I know. I do it for Brian. Yes, we do it for Brian Wecht. King. I haven't actually listened to Level Up yet. Is it good? It is good. I don't like it as much, but that's because I am nostalgic. 
And so when it's like the same songs but different, I'm like, I liked it the original way better because I have nostalgia. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I have to listen to it at some point because it's all like really good songs. But now with Twerp as the backing band and Twerp is awesome. So I don't know. We'll get there. They were very good. I just like the originals better because I am nostalgic. Valid point. What are we finding out, Brooks? Learning all kinds. Well, not learning much. My top genre was punk. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. My number three my was emo. That's fun. Oh my god. My top genre was emo. What was my top genre? My aura is angst and focused. Interesting. Yeah. Angst and smut. Stomp and holler was my number four genre. Whatever that means. I, mean, I, I feel know like they make up genres. Yeah. One of my genres was ninja. Oh. That's a genre. Apparently. Where's my top genre? You never saw it coming. Where is it? Give it to me. Spotify wrapped. Um, Clocks me every year. And every year I, like, think that I know what I'm gonna see. And every year I'm wrong. Yeah, and then every year just left hook. I just lost the two truths and a lie about myself, so that's interesting. I lost oh, mine, too. I got mine right. Oh, my God. It my told me that Welcome to Night Vale was my most listened to podcast, and I was like, no, it is not. <laughs> Even though I love Welcome to Night Vale. Oh. <laughs> my top genre, indie pop, closely followed by Broadway. <laughs> I listened to 199 episodes of Last Podcast on the left. Hell yeah! You're on. You're pretty close to me. Um, that was after I switched to Spotify from using Stitcher, though. So. <laughs> yeah, That's we have. Fun. The artist I binge listened to most was Mother Mother. <laughs> Guess what my my most listened to song was. Oh no, it Based wasn't. It was the Struts. That was my two truths and a lie. I was. Most listened to song. Give it to me. Well, you, what, what was the artist you had just said? Oh, is it? It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you getting that? Yeah. I saw this TikTok one time. It was like, oh, your zodiac sign based on your favorite mother mother song, and I was like, oh, it's all right. They got me. First one, Aries. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, okay. Didn't have to come for me like that, but also you're completely right. Huh. Yeah, very interesting. Those TikToks that are like, blah, 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 based on your sign, always come for me. They always get me. Every Absolutely time. always. Also, tangential... God bless the person on Twitter who referred to Spotify Wrapped as Twitter's Met Gala. No. <laughs> because it literally is. Oh my god. Wait, the funniest thing I saw on Twitter today, which has to do with advent calendars, we were talking about that earlier. Yes, tell me. Um, is they were like, uh, what, somebody who didn't celebrate Christmas asked them what the point of an advent calendar was, and they were like, basically it's just like to microdose Christmas every day. <laughs> That is a really yeah, good way of like, explaining that's so it. Accurate. <laughs> oh my god, when we're ha- when we're hanging out this weekend, you two should join by Zoom or whatever, and we can all just share stupid memes and drink. I'm into that. Hell yeah, we can figure that out. But Emily, I know you actually have like you have things to do tonight. I do. I do have things, and I have dinner that's ready for me that I need to chomp on down so I can. I love that for you. And we have been going for over an hour, so I think we are in pretty darn good shape for having completely just been winging it for the last 40 minutes or so. Yeah, I got distracted. I almost forgot we were doing a podcast. That's fine. Yeah, I really did. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Emily, thank you for joining us. We We love having you here. Thank you. I love being here. It's my fave. And we will see y'all again next week. Adios. Deuces. Bye, everyone.
This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.